mischievous you know on and that's Twitter, pretty much every single, all the time yeah every time. single day always I'll, I'll get involved in some conversation and then i'll 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 put a comment on that starts off like i'm on your side i do this too and i know exactly yeah. where you're going but finish the thought and then and then finish it with like something like the other day okay we were talking my friend was talking about how he thought mark burley should be in the hall oh of and shame on him for it yeah shame on unnamed and so, person and so what I said, you know, to to, uh, to one of our friends, uh, that uh, Joel Anderson, we can mention him by yeah, name, sure. of the Sports 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 podcast. Yeah, Joel Anderson was uh, was giving him a list back of people that were better than Mark Burley. Literally, the conversation, and, he's, and, and he's I was a Tigers in on this fan. Conversation. He's a t- Joel is a Detroit guy like mm-hmm. me, or not a Detroit guy from Okemos, but that's still like you know Michigan guy, Detroit Tiger fan. And unnamed other person was saying, Mark Burley, Hall of Fame, uh, you can't convince me otherwise. His war is too high. It was Without Rick Paulus. Even, it was Rick Paulus. You say it out loud? Yeah, that's right. All right, whatever. Okay, Rick Paulus, you're on the record. Anyway. Um, but it's, it, his war, and already, pitcher's, pitcher's war is a crap stat. I'm sorry. Like, for fielding and running, and, like, it doesn't even, like, if you're in the AL, should your war even count since you don't hit? You in know theory, what that war, helps you win games. You know what war is not crap? The band war. Cisco Kid was a friend of mine. Anyway, womp, 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 womp. the conversation huh? devolved into and so Rick, so I'm Rick so saying. I'm, well, let me get to there. Yeah, okay. Rick saying, uh, unless you can name a hundred pitchers better than Mark Burley, I'm right. Which is, of course, the dumbest way to frame an argument ever. And I said, I don't have enough time to waste on this right now. I have to go and work and stuff. But Joel Anderson apparently did have plenty of time because he came out with a list of exactly 100 pitchers, none of whom were in the Hall of Fame. So I gave him actually mad props for wasting his time with this because I just would have picked 100 Hall of Famers and been like, these guys are all better. No, he actually picked a list of legitimate people going back what looked like 60, 70 years, all of which were better pitchers than Mark Burley with the exception of Kent Tocolvi. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> Say He was at- the second best... Philadelphia uh, Philly. What was that style? The submarine pitcher. Second best submarine pitcher of all time. Dan Quisenberry. Thank you. Byung Young Kim. What? Better than Kent Colby. Stop. But anyway, Joel Anderson's argument at that point was, listen, if the argument is splits down to, is this guy better than Kent Colby? He's not a Hall of Famer, is the point he was making. And he is right. And I have to under- I have to just appreciate that our friend Rick uh, accepts the fact that he's just wrong about all baseball. Well, I told Joel Anderson. You're welcome, Rick. So then I was agreeing with Joel Anderson. I was going along with him. You were him. pretending to agree with no, Joel Anderson. No, I did Anderson. agree with him for the well, most part. You agreed with him on the most part, but then you decided to then turn I, it against him. Yeah, then I said, yes. I said, I said, you know what? I got to say, though, as a Royals fan, I I hated I hated when the Royals faced Burley because he's a bulldog, and he is. He's a good pitcher. He's a good pitcher. He's, he's a, a bulldog. good journeyman pitcher. As opposed to when they face, you know, some of those kind of mentally weak pitchers like Justin Verlander or Max Scherzer. How dare you? First off, I, I, I wanted to throw something through the screen to hit you when I read that. But then what did you do on top of it to ex- extra troll? Then I liked my comment. You, <laughs> you liked your own Facebook comment. Who does that? I do that when I want to, to, to incite someone. Because then Joel came back and was like, did you really trans- not transparently 
try to get under my skin. <laughs> you did and then like your own comment. You were an obvious troll, and then doubled down on Weak the tea. obviousness. Weak tea, Brent. Now is that like testosterone? Like you have a low T level? Tea. I don't know. It's, I don't really I, understand what that means. I don't know. Weak tea. Good phrase, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think that means? It just means like it's it's weak. It's the same as saying weak. Weak. But anyway, like so, weak sauce. So he says weak. Did you really do that? And I just respond, yes. And and I liked it. And you liked your own comment again. <laughs> the worst person in the world. <laughs> Good gracious. So uh, anyway, uh, Joel unfriended Brent on Facebook soon after. Nice. I can only assume. Uh, no, he he did the opposite. He super friended me. He super friended you. Yeah. He actually joined the Justice League mm-hmm. with you. Yep. Okay. Anyway, hey everybody. Welcome back to episode 46 of Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, we got some fun stuff to talk about this week. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Last week was very... I'm just going to come out right now. Can I just give... Is this mm-hmm. full disclosure time on the Raisin Brent show? I had a very, very busy week last week, so I basically watched no sports whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I caught like an hour of Sports Center all week long, so I am completely out of the loop trying to do this. We have spent the last... What has it been now? Hour and a half of me being over here just shooting the poop. And we have no idea what we're actually... We have some idea we're going to talk about. We're just watching Childish Gambino videos. (laughs) We're watching terrible music videos. We watched some uh, Danny. (laughs) You mean D4NNY? D4NNY. I I assume you pronounce it Danny. Guys, we might have to put a link to this video on the Raisin Brent Facebook page because it's incredible. Um, so I honestly, I've been so out of the loop. So Brent has been filling me in on the last week of sports. Okay, so just to to preface everything for the show. Yes. Okay. You're saying that this week... You're kind of uninformed about sports. Yes. Okay. So, guys, there you go. Nothing will be any different than any of those other shows. So How don't expect anything you? less. How <laughs> right. dare you, sir? I normally am pretty up on what's going on in the world. And when I don't, I get informed. Mm-hmm. And today, I'm just, uh, no. You I'm were, winging it. You, I, didn't you predict a couple weeks ago that Reggie Jackson was going to lead the league in home runs? <laughs> How dare you? No. That is the opposite of what I did, although he had a very delicious candy bar. Yes, he did. I'll give him credit for that. Reggie, Reggie, Reggie. No, I will say I was in. Uh, I was in a lovely show that you've been a part of before, Top Story Weekly. I've been a part of almost more more shows than than anyone in Top Story Weekly. I I doubt that. You want to bet? I, I've done a lot of shows. Want to bet? And I can think of a handful of other people who have also done a ton of shows. Okay. Well, I would like you to do this, Ray. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. I want you to go on Facebook. On YouTube, on their YouTube page, and see whose who's name pops up the most. Yeah, in the YouTube era. Yeah. I guess if I'm adding the big news shows on that. Oh, well, big news is not the same as Top Story Weekly. Is it, it? Those are clearly two different oh things. God. I thought you know, I thought for sure you were going to say. Wait a minute. Let me say them together. Okay. Top Story Weekly, big news. Yeah, those aren't the same things. I really thought where you were going to go with that was, um, all right, Ray, if you don't think I've been on more shows than you, name 100 people <laughs> who have performed in the show more times than me. And I'll say, yeah, those 100 are pretty good. You know what, though? That's when you're with strong-minded people, not weak-minded people like Brad Ausmus. What? Are you just trolling the Tigers again? No, not at all. They're in first place as of this recording. All right. I admit it, I am. But, you know, I'm in super friends mode. So Form of troll. Is there a way you could like that verbally? Shape of water spigot. I don't know what, what? you are. <laughs> Whoa. It's a G-rated show, Brent. What are you saying over there? <laughs> How dare you? Um, so anyway, we are going to talk some stuff this week. We got some talk, talk about some NBA playoffs. We talk about some TV shows because I've been watching those. Right? That's good. We will be talking about WWF wrestling, also known as NBA playoffs. 
it kind of is. Are yeah, you finally right? coming around to my? I okay. am. Okay, thank you. And uh, we're gonna talk about some uh, maybe the dumbest baseball player in the history oh, of the major leagues. He is. Rick, I don't know of anyone dumber. Rick Honeycutt and Dennis Eckersley think that this guy is dirty and awful. Charlie Huff thinks this guy is a cheater. Yeah, that's really saying something. But in any case, we'll be Gaylord right. Perry thinks this guy scuffs the ball. Steve Howe thinks this guy's got some problems. Where are we going? In any case, we'll be right back to get this show rolling after three seconds of The Fix. This is up, then I'm up, but you're running out of sight. People um, are disagreeing with me a whole heck of a lot these days when it comes to the NBA. That's news. Yeah. That's not actually news at all. It's not at all, but... Um, it happens all the time. It does, because I personally think the product right now of the NBA, I've never seen such dreck before. I mean, look at these playoffs that we have, right? The money franchises, the Knicks, the Lakers, the Celtics, none of those teams are even in the playoffs this year. Those teams are horrendous, imploding upon themselves. We're left with a whole bunch of what? Portland? Golden State? The Washington Wizards? Nobody gives two rats patooties about any of these teams. And it's all going to end with the already known Miami Heat win a three-peat. It's like we're reading a boring book with it as an ending we already know. So you're saying you you still fancy the notion that the NBA is 90% fixed. I don't... Uh, well, to go with our musical selection this year, this year, this episode... It's not fixed. I will always say right now, it is not fixed. The winner is not predetermined in the NBA. There is definitely competition happening. However, due to the way the refs call games mm -hmm. and due to the way that they let certain things happen, certain things go, certain mm -hmm. calls get made at certain times, mm -hmm. establishing a pattern of behavior, mm -hmm. it's slanted as all get out. They definitely lean wherever they want to to make sure one team has a chance to come back. One team doesn't get too far ahead. Oh, the calls start happening. The shots start happening. And granted, yes, yeah, sometimes it goes 40 points, and you win by 40. It's going to happen from time to time. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to that final two minutes of a game, it's just weird how some calls seem to happen that aren't there, and other calls that seem obviously there just suddenly don't happen. And it always seems to favor the bigger star, the bigger celebrity team, or the home team in many cases. Now, you think that this is because of some kind of agenda by the NBA. They like money. Okay. That's gotcha. the agenda, yes. I don't disagree with you with the results and what is happening at all. I personally All right, you're going to have to drag me. Uh, it's, the show's over, right? That's it. I think, though, that no. the, my... The show's not over. My take on what the main reason for this happening is, is these refs are so weak-minded and so influenced by whoever's playing at home, and, and sometimes they... Man, I really want to be a part of the game at the end. Let's make that crazy play to make it a close game. I don't, but no, I would have just said how some of these refs have been in the NBA like 20, 25 years. I, how would you let a look, week? That's we, on the NBA. They have a then. new commissioner now. They need to put all these refs out to pasture, every single one of them, okay? Especially start make, with Joey Crawford. They make Send a, him on the way. Yeah, they make a lot of money. They need to bring in some guys that are even keeled, train them all to call a game the same way. If you are calling, and if you if you go in there and you like calling sixty percent fouls always against the away team, then you should be suspended. These things need to be like kind of even. Like it seems like you get way too many calls at home in basketball. 
I agree with this. And, and also, the bigger the star you are, the bigger the call you usually get at the end of a game. It, that's what it comes down to. I mean, why is it Why is it a call? I've always said this a million times. But why is it a call if you're famous and not a call if you're not? Mm-hmm. I mean, if we had, honest to God, if we implemented your plan and we had actual, like, hard-minded referees who understood the game and were going to call it evenly down the right... You know what might happen, Brent? Less popular players and teams might advance further in the playoffs than popular ones. Parody? And the ratings would go down because remember um the Spurs played in the finals a, a few years ago against was it the Pacers? Who did they play a few years ago? I don't remember, but it was abysmal. It was abysmal. It wasn't the Pacers. Okay, excuse me. It was not the Pacers. You're right. But uh, the Spurs played in the playoffs. It was the lowest rated. I know when the Pistons played the Spurs back in 2005, it was the lowest rated uh, NBA Finals ever. And that's because when these non-popular teams make it to the Finals, which happens in every other sport, the NBA the NBA can't handle that. And the whole ratings go, boo, and they watch money go away. And when these first-round series, second-round series, when they go in four and five games... The NBA loses money because they need these things to go six, seven games in every single round in order to just suck as much value out of it as they can. And that is why the conspiracy theory goes, not mine, other people's. That's why these home teams get all the calls all the time, especially in the playoffs, is because that way it guarantees the series will go six games. If we just call it even the first two, four games and let the home team win all four of those games, well, then it has to go six games by nature, right? right? Yeah. Mathematically, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree with that per se, but it is strange that all these road teams in the NBA won the first game when they probably weren't expected to or supposed to. Because now all of a sudden, because the better team is probably going to beat the inferior team, like the Clippers over Golden State, for example, when you lose game one in that series or uh, Memphis against um, Oklahoma City, was that the matchup? Maybe I got the matchup wrong, but Oklahoma City lost their first game of the playoffs the as Memphis, well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not crazy then. Uh, That just means that Memphis is probably going to lose it in six games as opposed to losing it in four and five, and that's good money for the NBA. Yeah, I mean, if I was going to go along with your theory, I would say that when you have a team upset the favorite in the first game, then all of a sudden people are like, oh. Oh, now suddenly there's Maybe I better watch that game that I I thought was going to be 4-0. Yes. I I wasn't interested in, in Memphis versus Oklahoma City before. But Memphis pulled out game one. Oh, oh, look, uh, Blake Griffin fouled out after 19 minutes of game one against the Warriors. Oh, maybe there's like, it's like generating fake interest in a series that probably, I mean, not to say I think Clippers Golden State would have gone seven anyway, but why does stuff like that need to happen? Why does every call need to go against the Clippers at home, might I add? Blake Griffin can't breathe without getting a call and gets, e- gets ejected See, from the game so, with six The fouls. games are so inconsistently called. For example... Blake Griffin fouling out in 19 minutes. 19 okay? minutes. Okay. Biggest star in the league right now, Blake potentially. Griffin, who, ha- who, you know, Clay uh, uh, Thompson of the Golden State Warriors was calling him out on Twitter, right? Okay. Which game, you also should not Game do. two. Game two. Uh, was it any surprise at all, Ray, that in game two. How Blake- many fouls? How many fouls did Blake Griffin get? Zero. But here's the opposite side of it. Is there any, is there any since the Clippers lost at home game one, is it any surprise at all? That Clay Thompson gets a foul thirty seconds into the game, and then a second foul two minutes into the game. Yeah, shocker! What a shocker how that works out. It's almost like they're reading the Twitter or something. I would say it's if, almost like they don't want those two on the court at the same time, so they don't fight. If if and listen about this, if you're the home team in the NBA playoffs in the first round and you drop game one, you almost have to work extra hard to drop game two. Chicago. Yeah. 
Some that's our, uh... but Ray, that's the team nobody wanted to play, Ray. No, that's what every Chicago fan clogging up my Facebook feed. I could definitely see this team in the NBA Finals, even without Derrick Rose. Joakim Noah is playing very, very well. I really, I like the way this team is gelling at this time of the season. People will lose games on purpose not to play the Chicago Bulls. Okay. Down two games at home to the freaking Washington Wizards. Come on, man. Two things I've learned so far in the playoffs in the NBA. One. Beautiful. Let's go. Number one. Number one. You can't just be considered a team that nobody wants to play. You actually have to play in the game. You have to actually play at some point. Because the Wizards have enough talent that you have to play a good game. Shockingly, right? I I would not have even thought on any level the Bulls would not have won one of those first two games. Because if the Bulls go out, who's left in the East besides, well, your Pacers, who are kind of stinky, and the overall champion, Miami Heat. Hey, there's another point to your example, Weird. Ray. The Pacers get destroyed game one. Oh, all of a sudden, game two, they get every call. It's weird, huh? Yeah, it's weird. Isn't that strange that that I mean, they out? played a lot better, too, but still. You know why they played a lot better? Because they got every <laughs> single call. <laughs> it's weird okay. how one follows the other sometimes. Thing number two I've learned about the NBA playoffs in the first week. I guess you still have to play defense. I, you know, used to What's saying, that? Well, we don't have to play defense. Well, it's, it's like a switch, man. We'll turn it on when the playoffs We're going to score 140 points a game. We don't have to play defense. Oh, really? You're down 2-0 to Portland now. Down 2-0 to now, Portland. Now, here's the deal. Houston, Houston down Rockets, 2-0 to Portland. LaMarcus Aldridge scored 43 points tonight. Do you realize that's just four less than my Wonderlick score? That is oh, amazing. You're really, you're really, really? It's taking you this long? <laughs> you're just bringing it up now? Okay. How um, dare you? Here's the deal. Is this series over? Portland no. and Houston? Zero percent chance. I think it's over. I think, and here's this is what I would just say. Besides Oklahoma City, which has Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, the end, I mean, like, listen, I think the Thunder are going to make the finals this year. I think the NBA wants it. I think they're right in the spot to go get it. I think they it's dumb because they should have been in the finals a couple of years ago when their iron was really hot. It's kind of cooled since then. But I don't see the Spurs standing up to anybody. And the Spurs are probably maybe even the best team in basketball going right now. Spurs and Pacers, top to bottom, might be two of the best teams going, like, from one but to nine. But the Spurs got beat by 21 points at home tonight, and Ray. this is my exact point right there, is that the Spurs aren't even that good, and they're the number one seed, unless I'm mistaken. Who? What team outside of, say, the Clippers, Clippers, uh, like... The big money teams, what am I trying to say right now? I don't know. I'm trying to say the big stars in the West mm -hmm. right now, you've got Blake Griffin, Chris Paul. Okay. You've got Oklahoma City with Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. And who's the third team? You'd have to say that it's the Houston Rockets, right? Dwight Howard, James Harden, Jeremy Lin. I don't see any way the NBA allows them to go down in four or five games. Here's who it is, Ray. I don't see it. It's not those two. It's not. It's Damian Lillard and LaMarcus Aldridge. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, really? The Trailblazers? Here's my prediction, Ray. Get out of here. That series is over, and they're getting swept. Getting they're swept. going into Portland, Ray. Who, who, who goes into Portland and wins a game? I'll be honest. It's very hard. It's very hard. It's very, very hard. Except for the fact that when the NBA has decided, you're not getting swept. I'm, you know, I'm going to put out, I'm gonna put out okay. the right now. Just yeah. let, me, let me put this on the record. The Houston Rockets, Portland Trail, Trail Jailblazers in game three. Houston's going to get every single call on the planet, and the Portland fans are going to be booing heavily through most of that game. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I would be willing to put money on it right now. There is no chance through some shenanigans or whatnot, the Rockets are not going to win game three. They have to win game three. They will absolutely win game three, and it's going to come down to some junk at the end of the game. Like, I'm surprised didn't happen in their game on Sunday. 
I was honestly expecting shenanigans. It looked like it was all set up for him, and then they just crapped the bed, and Portland just dominated down the stretch no matter what else was happening. Now, if something happens like what happened in 2000, which was when Portland was about to take down the Lakers and Shaquille O'Neal. You weren't allowed to take down the Lakers in that time frame. And they were in Portland. Game seven. Game seven. Game seven. Well, actually, they they were in Los Angeles. Whatever. In Los Angeles. Game seven. Yep. Portland up by 15 points. That's a lot of points. They're unstoppable. And what happened, Brent? 15-0 run. 15-0 run. That's crazy. I don't know. How about that game? Remember the game? Like, I think it was a year later. The Kings were like had that monster team, and they were up three games to two in the series, and they were playing, I believe, well, in Sacramento. Yeah. And then they had Lakers had 27 fouls in the fourth quarter. But whose fault I, is that? Um, the refs. That's the ref, the one that got. Uh, who's the guy that got? Uh, Tim Don. He was Tim. not involved in that game. No, there was one. Of, there was. But a guy he that said was, he knew all the guys yeah. who did, and he knew that the, he said there was an order he on vouched, the table. He vouched to, for it to yeah. say the Lakers must win this series. Dude, under no circumstances do you let the Kings win this game. Twenty-seven fourth quarter fouls later. Has anyone unbelievable? Has anyone got a more raw deal considering that game than Mr. Chris Weber? Chris Weber from man. the University of Michigan, great player. First of all, he uh, tries to call, sir. Sir, I would say before you make your point, allegedly from Michigan, there are no records to support that. Okay, really? E- record because book, record oh, book purged. Oh wow, because of uh, infractions. Sorry, Chris. Uh, not good. Not good. Anyway, your point was well, he you know. He tried to make a T with his hand. He was trying to spell a word, and they and they gave him a technical foul in college. What's that about, right? Right. He was trying to call so a play called lost, the T. Lost the national championship game. He was trying to make a play called and weak. Then, weak. He was trying to make a play called weak T. And then Ave and I am cheering for Chris Weber. Like, come on, Kings, let's do this. Yeah, right. As we all were. And now, Every Michigan fan was now. He didn't get his championship there. He didn't get his championship in, in college. He didn't sniff a championship. Really. And now you know what he's doing. Big King commercials for for Burger King. I love Could I commercial. get a Big King? Can I get a Big King? Champions, champions don't have to do that commercial, Ray. Uh, you know, though, but winners, winners get wings. Winners get wings. Losers get Big Kings. Hey, guess who's not getting wings? <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Marius Thomas. Sorry about that. So anyway, but my whole point was uh, there were a whole lot of uh, first and second game, mostly first game upsets in the NBA f- playoffs. And I just think it's because they understand their product is so bad. They're trying to generate fake interest because there's just not a lot going on. The, the power teams aren't there. The power fan bases aren't there. This could set up to be if this was a and I'm just reaching out ahead. But if this was a Spurs Pacers finals, they are the top one seeds in both sides. Based on these playoffs, could that be the worst-rated finals of history could of be. anything? Could hockey finals get better than NBA if that happens? And that's why I tell you right now, it will. there's no chance of it happening in the NBA this season. Let me put my tinfoil hat back on for a moment. There it is. Okay. So uh, why don't we, you know, I know they've already started the playoffs. Why don't we just like make some quick predictions? Who's going to be in the finals? Who's going to win the championship? And I believe preseason I made prediction, and I believe, and we have to go back and check the tape. I'm yeah. lazy. I'm not checking the tape. I believe my preseason prediction was Thunder Heat, and I see 0% reason why I would change that right now. The Heat will win the three-peat this year because it's the only marketability left that the NBA has to offer this entire season. And they will do it um, over the Oklahoma City Thunder, who finally break through and get to the finals. And then it's just not enough. They lose it, of course, seven games with a tie game with five minutes to go in game seven. And then, I don't know, uh, Dwayne Wade hits a big three-pointer and wins. I don't care. I won't be watching, so. Well, 
What's your call? My call at the beginning of the season was your Los Angeles Clippers. Correct. Not and a bad pick, though. Your Indiana Pacers. Also not a bad pick. Not well, at the time. I don't... Doesn't look good now. I'll tell you what. The Pacers, I don't know what's going on with that team. They're, the, Too I, many egos. I you were see, told that. Hibbert I said. I could see them losing every game, and I could also see them getting to the finals. I can't see them getting to the finals. You know why? I'm sorry. Because defense still travels. Defense still travels. No, and, no, no. Offense and, travels. It just doesn't get called. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Boom. Okay. Um, but that being said, is there anything you want to change right now? You're going to keep your prediction? Oh, no. I, I see. I'm, good. I'm keeping it. I don't see any reason why I would change it. Mm-hmm. Why? It's They're the two hot teams right now. They're looking good. Nobody's hurt. Roll, roll tide. Interesting. Okay. So you are changing your prediction. No, I'm going to stay with my same prediction, but... Mm-hmm. All right. Let's let's pick one let's pick one uh you know uh wild card team. One wild card team yeah. to just throw in there? Yeah. I know you're taking the Bulls, right? Because <laughs> nobody wants to play pick the Bulls. A, I want us to both pick a team that nobody thinks can win it that, that we think could win it. Well to be fair, I just take your Clippers then. <laughs> yeah. If I was potentially, okay. yeah. I really like this Clippers team a lot. And I think they are going to go far. I think it it uh, I, I gotta I forget how the seating matches up. They'll probably play in the second round because they're the three and the thunder are the two. So they would probably play in the second round of the playoffs, which is a shame. If that was mm-hmm. conference finals, I would I might actually watch that series. In fact, I would tell you right now, if Thunder play the Clippers, I guarantee I would, in fact, watch that series. I think they're two interesting teams to watch. I think that the other interesting team that could surprise a lot of people, and they already are right now, Ray, Portland Trailblazers. Portland Trailblazers. I knew you were going to go there. You've Portland. Got, you need two good players. You believe in the Rose You need Garden. two good players. You need one good post player and one good wing slash you know, outside shooter. Oh, you know who's got a really good outside shooter and a post player? The Houston Rockets. Dwight Howard, James Harden with Jeremy Lindish in the dimes. I'm going to tell you right now, Houston in seven in that series. Okay. Portland does not even Do you want to make a bet on that series? I do not. Okay. So I you do not believe that because Portland might just be much better than I'll ever give them credit for, and Houston just can't overcome because while well, they have a lot of talent, they don't gel well together, which could very well be the case. How about this bet, right? <clears throat> you win if Houston wins in seven. Okay. For me to win, Portland has to win in less than seven. How about this? Portland has to win in four or five. No, I'm not doing that. Ah, oh, you're not doing that. I because I can't predict injuries and. As we said, who else weird calls all this Damian Lillard's like three fouls one minute into the game? It's total garbage. Who, whatever was the name of the new NBA commissioner? Do you even know? Um, his name is Shame on You. That's his name. It's Gary Bettman. Gary Bettman, former <laughs> hockey commissioner, somehow <laughs> slides over CEO positions. No, I don't even care what it is. I don't even care who you are. You're David Stern Jr. As far as I'm concerned, and David Stern left at the right time because this product is garbage right mm-hmm. now. Adam Silver. I really enjoyed Adam Silver's work on Fargo. Um, I thought he was absolutely fantastic. I love his beard, uh, and the guy could. The guy's got a great. That's not. That's not Adam Goldberg. No, it's not Adam Goldberg. It's Adam Silver. It's Adam Silver on Fargo, and he's also the commissioner well, of the you're NBA. T- you're talking about Adam Goldberg. That's what I mean. I meant to say, Adam Goldberg, that was Chandler's crazy roommate on Friends. Yeah. Yeah, he was, and now he's NBA the commissioner. That, this the, is crazy, everybody. The guy that was about to get beat up by Clint in Dazed and Confused. Because he mentioned people smoking some reefer. Sir, this is a G-rated show. I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what Rafi is. That's right. In any case, we will just have to see how it plays out. But I can guarantee you this. It will not be interesting. Sorry, NBA. Yeah. It might be interesting. But in in a WWE way. Fair enough. You know what I'll watch if I want WWE? 
WWE. WWE. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll be right back to move on after three seconds of Coldplay. Last week, your favorite pitcher from your New York Yankees. Oh, Hiroki Kuroda. Nope. Mariana Rivera? Nope. Is he still playing? CC Sabathia. No! Michael Pineda. Oh, the cheater. Why would you call him a cheater? Because Major League Baseball wrote a letter to the New York Yankees after his game with Boston that said, hey, we understand that cheating happens. Just don't make it so bleep and bleep and obvious next time. Okay. Or we have to actually right. do something. Come on. There's that a, happened. He was pitching. He had dirt on his hand. That's what he said. He had he dirt had on his hand. shiny brown shiny, dirt. Shiny, shiny, sticky dirt on his hand. Shiny, sticky dirt. It did not match his skin tone at all. Nor any dirt found anywhere in the yeah. state of New York. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Okay, so, hey, at least, at least he that lesson, happened right? last week. He learned his lesson. Right, okay. Right? Oh, did he, though? Or I assume. Or I submit to you, Mr. Ray, is Michael Pineda yes. the dumbest player to ever play Major League Baseball? Well, I know where you're going with this. The answer is yes. Maybe. Question mark. Uh, but why don't you go ahead and tell the story? So this happens. Michael Pineda has pine tar on his hand. He's and this not, is this is not, not undisputed. He's he, not caught, but he is seen on. It's seen in the video. There's shiny stuff on his hand. It obviously, multiple is, angles. Is, yeah, it's pine tar. And okay. after the fact, Major League Baseball did in fact write a letter to the Yankees telling them, "Hey, your dude is dirty as all get out. He is dirtier than Courtney Love." I would say, I would say that uh, uh, he's so dirty. I, I got no joke there. In any case, they said, "Knock it the bleep off." Because we're going to have to start suspending people if you make it that obvious that you're cheating again. So, I guess the way to, to make it not as obvious is to not have it on on the palm of your hand. Don't put it on your hand, obviously. Where you should put it is right on your neck. But probably lower on your neck you so should, your shirt's no, covering no, just it up. put it right no. in the middle of your neck right in the where middle. it looks like, oh, it looks like, oh, my baby just left a skid mark right on my neck. That's exact a oh, shiny no. skid mark right on my neck. Ugh. Nobody will notice that. Nobody will notice it if it's right under my chin line. <laughs> <laughs> not to mention the Yankees are all clean shaven, so it's not like you could hide it with beard or anything. Yeah, Michael Vineta comes out. Okay, first inning. He doesn't have a great inning. He gets beat for two runs. Yeah. He's getting beat around a little bit. Second inning comes up. He looks much sharper. Boy, his stuff is clicking, yeah. huh? Now, uh, he the only thing that's different is he has like a big skid mark shaped hickey on his neck. So weird. And it's long, too. And it's long and shiny. We're talking, did someone garret him in the dugout between innings? Right? Like, what is going on over here? <laughs> hmm. Maybe we should have the umpires check that out. It's probably worth it if you're Boston. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you've heard the rumors. And the umpire goes out. Checks his glove. No, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, here, You're turn around. Good. Let me check your back. Wait, what? Wait, uh, I saw something shiny when you turned around. Is this true blood? Is, are you? <laughs> what is happening right now? So he did puts you, his did, finger did, on his neck. Did somebody take an iron and just brand the side of your neck real quick? Well, it's back to fraternity life again. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> the, the wire coat hanger that gets heated up on the stove. Yep. In the shape of a skid mark. <laughs> So he takes his finger. <laughs> Alpha rub- beta skid mark. Alpha beta skid. It's my favorite frat. Yep. Rubs it on his neck. Sniffs it. Licks it a little bit. No, he just touches it and is like. He was licking it. I swear to God, I seen him lick it. Oh, you think it's the name Michael Pineda? No, I'm saying the, re- the ref. The umpire did in order to kind of test it. And then once he licked it, he was like. 
pine tar. See ya. Smells like pine salt. To be honest, like, all you had to do like was touch it, and once it tastes, once it feels sticky on your neck, you're done. Well, well that could have gone a totally different direction. <sighs> in any case, so Michael Pineda ejected from the game in the second inning. So does that make him like a week after he got busted for pine tar? That, that just it make him the most hard headed, or the the or the dumbest, or the least respectful, or the one. Well, or I, I don't, don't know. or the most brazen, like I'm not going to get caught. I'm gonna oh, put it somewhere where you brazen. can I'm gonna see somewhere where you can I'm gonna put it now somewhere where you can see it, obviously. But I guess you I'm gonna hide it in plain sight. You got caught the first time without getting caught the first time. Isn't there a part of you if you're it's already clear he's okay with cheating. Does not mind that at all. Is there not just like a part of him that says, uh, you know, I didn't really get caught the first time. Why don't I do this as much as I can until it actually like there is a circumstance where I get caught and there is a repercussion to it. Until What's the reason? Like, if you're like a rich kid out there and you're drinking and driving and constantly being let go by the cops who pull you over because your dad's a judge or something, what reason do you honestly have outside of suddenly becoming a good person to stop that behavior? There's How? nothing. There's nothing that tells you you shouldn't keep doing it. I don't understand why this guy does not have seem to have the mental capacity to at least put it, like, under... Like under his neckline on his uh, on his jersey or something, because you have you see all the time guys messing with their necklaces. Okay, mess with your necklace, touch your neck at the same time. Because it was impromptu. He wasn't planning on using pine tar that day, but then when he goes out and gets lit up in the first inning, he starts getting nervous. He starts saying, "Uh oh, I gotta." So he, gotta, I need I need an upper. So I need something. He pulls a Rocky from the first rock. Cut me, cut me, cut me, Mick. Cut me. That's the most horrifying. I'm scene, not gonna catch him. Oh, he cuts him. It's gross. Cuts him. Ugh. Now, I would actually argue that it wasn't pine tar. I think he's. I think he's getting a bum rap right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I don't know if you saw, like behind, sitting behind the Yankees dugout at the right. game, Bill Cosby. And what is Bill Cosby known for? A Michael Pineda. I think that after the first inning is a way to kind of get a little sugar, get into his system. I think Bill Cosby gave Michael Pineda a jello pudding pop and it was a hot day at the ballpark. He rubs a little bit on his neck, Mm -hmm. right? Because that's what you do in the summer. Put a popsicle. You never put a popsicle on your neck. You put a popsicle on your neck on a hot day in Nebraska before. I'll do whatever Bill Cosby tells me to do. Thank you. And if Bill Cosby's sitting there giving you a, a Jello pudding pop, you put a little bit on your neck. Oh, I feel so much cooler. I feel the goodness. And then a little bit gets left behind. Hey, Michael. It's shiny. I, I noticed, think Michael Pineda, bad rap. I noticed, Michael, you were getting lit up a little bit in the first inning. You might help you here. Cheer yourself up with a little Jello pudding. You it's know a- who likes Jello pudding? <laughs> Rudy. Rudy. Those, that might be the, the worst two Bill Cosby's ever done in the world. <laughs> we could get two people from a tribe in Africa that have never even heard of the Cosby show before, are completely cut off from all civilization like the Pygmy Warriors, mm-hmm. and they would do more convincing Bill Cosby impressions than us. I think I can go out into my yard, grab my dog Dufresne. <laughs> he will do a better Bill Cosby. Rudy! Yo! In any case, I just say I think he got a bum rap. I mean, does the Major League Baseball have to suspend him, though? Right. All let's, kidding let's aside. Let's not make excuses. This guy's a dirtbag. He's Come on. terrible. He's an idiot. He's the worst. Uh, does he get suspended? He yes. has to be suspended, right? He has to be suspended. Right? And, and uh, you know, based on past suspensions, it's going to be somewhere between, like, 8 and 12 games. Uh, well, he's a starter, so, yeah, you'd figure he has to miss a start. So probably 8 games, 7, 8 games makes sense. 
Of I course, think it's got to be at least ten, so he misses two starts. It would be nice, but that's probably unlikely. He'll, he'll, you know what? It'll be based on the fact that he's already been warned once. Yeah, he'll arbitrate that back down to eight or nine. Ugh. You know what they should do when they arbitrate? They should go up, not down. I'd love to see that. You know yeah. what? You're such a tool, and you're such a tool for even fighting this. Okay, thank We're you. We're gonna add three Doubles, games. Yeah, yeah. That'd be nice. I mean, to be fair, Rick Honeycutt and Dennis Eckersley think that Michael Pineda is dirty. Right. If you remember the classic thing where he had the uh, the sandpaper in his back pocket, and then the ref's like, okay, pull out your left back pocket. He pulls it out, nothing. And he goes, okay, pull out your right back pocket. And he knew that that's where the sandpaper was. I believe this was, I think this is accurate. It was one of the two of them. I forget which one it was now. Good research, me. And then he literally, he pulls it out and then throws it. <laughs> like, he tries, like, the, 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 the pen and teller, like, sleight of hand. Whoop! Oh, see, nothing in my hand. And the ump's like, wait a minute, what just flew out of your hand over there? Oh, it's a piece of sandpaper. Oh, goodness that gracious. Was that an emery board? Uh, one of, see, I think Rick Honeycutt was the emery board and Dennis Eckersley was the sandpaper, but I might have flipped those two in my mind. I think you're thinking of Joe Necro. You know, I might be, but, like, I still consider all of these guys I mean, you got the cheaters. knuckleball pitcher. You put a little, get a little scuff on the ball, and that thing will go crazy. Places. It could. I just, you know what? I just, I love cheaters in baseball so much. Like, I say go for it. If you can I get away with it, I love the show Cheaters it. with Joey Greco. Uh, I liked that show up until I found out that it was staged. Well, and then I just I, had a hard time watching it at anymore. At the beginning, I don't think it was staged. And then it got so ridiculous. I think it was post-Joey Greco getting stabbed in the boat. But then I heard Joey Greco getting stabbed was also staged. I don't know. I, 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 the story I heard, this is, I mean, allegedly, was that people called around, like, the hospitals uh, to, of that area, and nobody had admitted Joey Greco at all. Like, period. You'd you know think why? if you got stabbed, it's Joey boat, Greco is, like, the most interesting man in the world. He doesn't have to go to the hospital. The hospitals have to go to him. Oh, gracious. Yeah, he's got a triage going in his hotel room, please. No, that's what I'm saying. You don't send Joey Greco to the hospital. People send to the hospital to Joey Greco. Holy gracious. In any case, uh, that's our story about cheating. I wish we had a drop for it, but we really don't. Michael Pineda. You know what I would say about this, Brent? I would say that Michael Pineda getting ejected from a game for getting caught with pine mm-hmm. tar. For, uh, his neck. I see where you're going with this. For the second time this season is sweet, sweet, sweet justice. justice. And we'll be right back after three seconds of Bob the Builder. So are you caught up on Game of Thrones? I am. Why would I not be? Because, you know, sometimes you got to work or something. Mm-hmm. You have to watch a mm-hmm. game the next nope. day. and I, I skip work for Game of Thrones. Now, East Coast feed, West Coast feed. East Coast feed. Wait, I'm wait, not waiting. You work Monday through Friday. You don't even work on Sundays. That's right. Yeah, I, I work on Sundays. You consider 16-inch softball work, and I do. Time to get to work. work. Yeah, whatever. Um, so we're not going to spoil anything, though. We're going to talk around topics for the show today if you haven't been caught up. Because, you know, there's a very real chance you don't know all the poop yeah. that's gone down. Or you might not want to know. Right. So no spoilers. No spoilers. We'll talk around things. Right. But now, how do you feel about this whole spoilers thing? Because um, it's kind of taken over social media, and people are talking about it, and gosh willing, I'm performing in sketches last Sunday about it, and it's kind of a big deal right now, and I have lots of opinions on this subject honestly, I'd the, like to talk about. The, Why don't you go first, though? The main reason that I watch the East Coast feed of Game of Thrones is because I don't want to see people's spoilers. So I watch the East Coast feed because if you don't watch the East Coast feed and then you accidentally get on Facebook... Somebody will put on something, even if they don't mean it as a spoiler, they'll, they'll put something on there. And my mind, 
I mean, I got a 47 on the Wonderlick rate. If oh, they put Jesus a little clue, maybe two letters, just two letters, I know what the spoiler is, even though they didn't mean to put a spoiler. How do you? It's like, a curse, okay? With great power, oh with goodness. great brain power comes great responsibility. Thanks, that's Uncle Ben. That's why I have the responsibility. Not that's the guy that makes rice. The uh, <laughs> that's <me>. a, <laughs> um, no. I would just say right now, like I, sometimes I don't even want to know. Like I understand when people see stuff like that, they would like they need to express it. Like you can't. Some shows like True Detective and whatnot, we have to talk about it the next day. Now, but what is with because social media is so immediate. Mm-hmm. But I understand like being on Twitter because Twitter's about immediacy. Twitter's about what's happening right now. Facebook is not. So when you go on Facebook and be like, hey, spoil, 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 spoil. How about that, guys? Why can't you just be like what some people do on Facebook, which is cool to me, which they'd be like, you guys, man, Walking Dead, right? Oh. That's well, all you got to say. Like, yeah. That's what I do when it's a boring episode. I watch the East Coast feed and it's boring. I immediately get on Facebook and go, oh, my gosh. Walking Dead, what? And then three hours later, I was like, what What were you talking Can about? you believe she sang that terrible song in the prison and it just kept going and going and going? Oh, it's so annoying. You don't have to. <laughs> it's bad, though, right? Like, oy. Hey, that actress is from Nebraska, I'll have you know. Well, that explains why she can't sing. Hey, everybody. How about that? Cubs. But it just drives me that crazy. That made no sense. No. What, uh, <laughs> it did not. Do you know what famous singers are from Nebraska? Uh, Larry the Cable Guy. Yes. And that's it. That's right. Okay. What else do you need? Thank you. <laughs> Let me just say, though, but it's the people that go. It's the, it, I think it's just the attitude around it. This whole, uh, uh, um, I did it. I'm allowed to do it. It's not against the law, so therefore it's okay to do it. No, right. just because you can do something does not always mean it ought be done. Yeah, don't don't put it on there just because just because you can doesn't mean you should. Exactly, and so you get folks get on there. Uh, well, if you're a real fan, you watch the East Coast feed. <laughs> no, I have a job that has me working when the East Coast feed is playing. It also allows me to be on Facebook at the same time. So sometimes I'll just catch something. So I have to go completely uh, socially media silent during these times. I'm like, I don't, because you're a D. I shouldn't yeah. have to change I, my life because you can't control yourself. I get a call. I get, yeah, I get a call from my mom. Hey, did you see that picture I put on Facebook? And then I look on Facebook and it's like, oh, Hodor, behoded. Game of Thrones. <laughs> that is just that. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Because our moms watch Game of Thrones apparently now. <laughs> Gracious, but no, I think it's just this. Stinky... No, no, that wasn't my point, Ray. What I'm saying is like, yes, I use. We don't. Some people don't just use Facebook for spoilers. Like somebody is like, I have legitimate information you need to see, and then I get on there to see that legitimate information, and then. I can't help but notice these freaking spoilers that just pop up right in front of my eyes. And they just go right through the feed and whatnot. And it's like, c- come on. But I think it's the attitude of these people. It's not just like, you know what? If I accidentally drop a spoiler and I ruin something for you, I'm sort of like, oh, man, well, you know, I, you know what? It has been right after the show. And yeah. maybe, you, maybe you're a DVR. They I, have serious attitude. They're like, oh, no, you didn't. Yeah. I, I have a rule personally for social media. Thank you. <laughs> Gracious. I have a rule. It's called the 24-hour rule. Mm-hmm. In the first 24 hours after something airs that is spoilery, mm-hmm. Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, True Detective, what have you, 24 hours mm-hmm. of no social media. Like, you could say, hey, man, wow, dude, right? 
mm-hmm. true detective. Wow. Something like yeah. that starts a conversation that you can then actually have in person with a real person. Yeah. But you don't have to be like, comments, what have you. 24 hours. 24 if after hours. 24 hours after it aired, then you can say the spoiler okay. as it exists. Yeah. Great. Now, let me ask, just, just so I'm clear on your rule. Yes. Okay? Why is it called the 24-hour rule? Because that's what's not clear to me. <laughs> it would be a, you there's know what, some though? indeterminate amount of time that people have, and then later on they give spoilers. You have a day. You have the entire next that evening, and so the it's not 24 hours. It's a day. Maybe you should call it the day rule. The 24 hour rule sounds a lot better. But those are two different things. No, a they're day, not. A day is when they're the, the same sun, thing. No, a day is when the sun is outside, and you're like, oh, it's Gracious. a nice day. That's why it's not called the day rule. What is wrong with you? This is the worst troll you've ever attempted. It's a 24 because and I'll, I'll just put people on hashtag 24 hour rule because if some of the people out there spoil stuff and it has been like literally seven minutes since it aired on the East Coast and I have I have three hours or whatever, two hours till it's even going to air in my time zone. I you deserve a punch right in the face. You know I what? will go to I will I will spend the night in jail for breaking your nose I because like, that is inex- unacceptable. It's inappropriate. I like this twenty four hour day rule that you have. Um, I God believe that you, I think we should use it for Las Vegas. You know, why does what happened in Vegas have to stay in Vegas? I think you should come back here and just like in twenty in a twenty four hour day, then you can spoil what happened in Vegas. What do you think about that? I, I, I think that the reason why things stay at Vegas is because people just don't want anyone to know at all, regardless of time frame. Really? That's why? Yes, I think that's exactly why. Spoiler alert. Uh, did you just crash the show? Yes, you did. Okay, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, but seriously, though. Let's get back serious, Ray. Okay. okay. Serious Let's, talk. Why well, start now? Straight talk. Serious talk. This is like John, John McCain. McCain. Straight talk. I was My with, friends. See, I'm on your side. My okay. friends. Gracious. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why people have to just... Why? You know why, it's going to piss people off. Why is it important for you to put that out there? What I don't understand is, if you're at a viewing party for your to watch the East Coast feed, and you've got a dozen people over to your apartment, house, whatever, to watch this, why do you immediately, five minutes later, need to go on Facebook to get it out and talk? You have a dozen people you just watched it with. Talk to them. Get it out that way. You are aware, sir, that a good amount of people live on the East Coast, and that Game of Thrones is one of the highest rated shows on television right now. You're not the only one who saw it happen. Thank you, especially if you live in Los Angeles. Gosh. Like, I'm probably not going to be able to watch the show until late at night or more more likely because, you know, my wife and I watch it together, and I'm not going to cheat on her like that. We're going to watch it the next early evening at, like, 6 p.m. the next day. How mad would you have been if you got spoiled this week about Brand getting his eye poked out? How, How mad? It was horrifying, and, yeah, I would have been very upset. How mad would you have been if you found out that they were eating war jam the whole time? I, I would have been surprised. That's right. Slightly because war jam, as everyone knows, is mostly tasteless, but has an aftertaste of foot foot jam. Not toe jam, foot jam. A whole foot. Why are you crashing the show a second time? What is wrong with you? you know what we're you so need? close to the finish. Ray, you really must try crow. I wish I could make some of these people eat crow mm-hmm. over spoiling these darn shows for me. Yeah. Trying trying it anyway to get it back. Okay, um, but, but here's the here's the other no, deal, Ray. Didn't work. Didn't work. No spoiler, but 
Brentchel lives. Am I right? Amazing Race All-Stars, Brentchel still lives. Still probably considered the favorite to win Amazing Race All-Stars, Brentchel. Uh, me and my wife already have a pact. If Brentchel wins Amazing Race All-Stars, we're quitting the show for good. We're never watching again if Brentchel wins because we just don't want to have to live in a world where they might be back on TV gloating again. Mm-hmm. They're the worst. Mm-hmm. They are the absolute worst. She is awful. I and am, he's not good either. I am still holding out hope they win because then we get that Maxim cover with the chole part. All right. A parental. Oh, oh, hold on. With the short shorts. Oh, oh boy. Okay, I'm going to need to. Okay, um, we'll be right back. Ray, why do you have a, a. Oh, God. Why do you have a puke boner? We'll be right back after three seconds of Pearl Jam. The okay. NFL draft. Well, where are you talking? Ray, I'm trying to start. You know what I don't like about the NFL draft anymore? I don't know. I love the NFL me? draft. Here's what I don't like. It's not in April anymore. It's all the way in May. I can't wait that long. What is happening? I can't wait that long for the NFL draft. It used to be in April. Now it's in May. It's in May. I know. Isn't that stupid? I'm completely losing my mind. It's stupid. What is happening? Yes, the draft is in May. It's stupid. It's not for another, what, two weeks away, right? And um, we have some thoughts. I mean, we're going to do our entire, like, what did we do last year? Top five? Top five who we thought was going to go in the draft. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very fair thing to do again. Okay? Yeah. I think this year is it's crazy because I feel like there could be all sorts of trade. I mean, I, I don't know. The Lions could trade up to two or three and pick up this Sammy Watkins fellow. Yeah. Uh, Jadavian Clowney might not go first overall now. And now this Khalil Mack guy from Buffalo could be number one overall. I don't see it, but it's possible. Yeah. Somebody could trade it for Clowney. Somebody could claim up for, jump up for Mack. Somebody could jump up for Manziel. Manziel. But I don't think you need to. But you're saying what you were just saying before we started recording was you, you think there's people out there saying right now, and I haven't heard this, no quarterbacks in the top 12 picks? Yeah. I've That's seen crazy. That happening. I've seen people predicting Bridgewater as the first pick of the second round, which is interesting. Well, I think, you know, what could happen, too, is, you know, that you don't go in the first round, and then you trade back into the first round, and you give up, like, your third round pick. Right. I mean, I, this is going to be a crazy draft. It's going to be think. a crazy draft, but, uh, uh, you know, but no quarterbacks. Because I mean, Manziel, look at all the teams that need quarterbacks all up top. Don't we usually know who the first pick is by now? Mm, I would say, well, remember Eric Fisher last year? We didn't even know it was going to be the first pick I, last year. We, we kind of knew a couple days ahead of time, though. We but we knew it was going to be him or Jokel. Yeah, for sure. Uh, fair enough. Andrew Luck, we knew he was going to be the pick. Yeah, but everybody knew Andrew Luck was going to be the well, pick. That's, that's my point, year though. Is like usually, usually everybody kind of knows who the first pick's going to be. It's fair enough. But right now we don't. I still think it's going to be Clowney. I don't see how they don't take Clowney. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless they suddenly fall in love with Khalil Mack, but I just don't see. So do you think Houston's waiting till round two to get a quarterback? Do you think, oh, we're good with. Well, it could also be that thing that you Case said. They Keenum. might trade that pick and, like, next year's third rounder to yeah. trade up to the first round to get the guy they want if somebody like that, right. uh, Manziel or something, falls, which I don't think will happen. Look at the teams that are up top. Let me just hypothetically for you right now. The teams on the top, right? You've got the Houston Texans, Jacksonville Jaguars, Oakland Raiders, Cleveland Browns, and Buffalo Bills, all with picks in the top ten, right? All of those teams need quarterbacks okay. desperately. Not to mention the Minnesota Vikings, I'll even put them in there, too. That's six teams in the top ten picks desperately in need of a quarterback. And you're going to sit here and tell me no no quarterbacks get taken at all 
It, that's just playing terrible percentages right there. Why don't you just sell everything you own and, and put it on the number 11 on a roulette wheel? You'll have a better chance at winning than thinking a quarterback's not going to go to one of those teams. So you're saying there's a chance. No, I'm saying that's very low. Of course there's a chance. Very, very low chance, though. Very, very low chance that somebody doesn't pick up. Like, the Raiders don't take Manziel. You don't think Blake Bortles goes to a team like the Jaguars or the Browns? Because there's just the other talent is not Ray, so big. I think you forgot forgotten that the Raiders now have Matt Schaub. Oh, my bad. Who would be a great guy to bring along? Johnny Manziel. Why not? By the way, here's an interesting thing. Did you see who picked up your boy? My boy. From Ohio State? Terrell Pryor? Terrell Pryor. I did not. Seattle Seahawks. Oh, yeah, and I did see that. Yeah, that was pretty, that's fair. He'll be cut. I don't know. He'll be cut. Maybe they have a package for him. He's the, he's the, he is now the second highest paid quarterback Maybe. on the roster, and Russell hey. Wilson's the third. Conspiracy theory, Ray. Let's do hey. it. Guess who's getting divorced today? They announced it. The team announced it. Why do you have to announce when somebody's getting divorced? I don't know. Because you're going to cut him. Who's getting divorced? Russell Wilson. Terrell Pryor jumps right in there. Terrell Pryor, Super Bowl champion. Russell, Next year, Russell. Terrell Pryor becomes the starting quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson gets cut because nobody wants a divorced quarterback on their roster. I didn't even know he was married. He's been married for two years. Apparently not anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, to be fair, though, and ladies, I got to ask this question. The man just won the Super Bowl. What more does he have to do to impress you? Is that the craziest thing that you could imagine? Those like right. Russell Wilson gets divorced, and then they're like, you know what? Russell's getting—he's <laughs> getting divorced. We better pick up Terrell Pryor. Better get Terrell Pryor <laughs> to get put a good influence in his life. Ugh. Now, to be fair, we don't know about Russell Wilson's home situation. I mean, I didn't even hear that he was getting divorced. That's crazy. Yeah. But I mean, uh, clearly something's not going right right there. But I mean, that seems weird to me. Like that's the wrong time to be divorcing somebody. But again, I don't know his situation. Well, he's the one who filed. So fair enough. So something bad. Hey, best of luck to Russell Wilson. I would say congratulations. Honestly, this is what I heard. The problem was, and this is just rumor, not necessarily true. She spoiled Game of Thrones for him one too many times. And that's it. I'd file. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Melissa. Yeah, I'd file. So that's going to wrap up the show this week. Talk about Khaleesi's smallest dragon being murdered in its sleep without... Let's do contact information, Brent. So why don't you go ahead and we'll do the Twitter. Twitter, me, personally, weirdly, at Almighty Ray. And I'm at Scoops Pope. Tweet the show, at Ray Brent Podcast. we got an email address, Podcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. Wow. You can also listen to us on iTunes. Please subscribe to the show. Do it. Why wouldn't you? Be, don't be a D. Subscribe to the show. Give us a five-star review. We haven't checked in so long. Maybe we should again. What are you talking about? We check, I checked all the time. Really? Because I don't. Yeah. Well, you're irresponsible. Yeah, I know. I haven't even looked at that email address in forever, but maybe you know what? I promise after I'm this show drops, I'm glad you don't look. I have to. Always, gonna I have to post. go in there and delete all the bad posts about Ray. I'm going to post on uh, Twitter, no and talent. I'm going to be no active talent. on that. I don't believe that. We, Everyone has some. We pump talent. it every week. There's probably a hundred thousand different emails in there, and just neither of us check it. That's terrible. We're going to make sure we check it on a much regular basis. And uh, you can also check us out on Stitcher Radio. Stitcher.com. Got to love it. Get the Stitcher app. Uh, We're getting more and more blows up on there, and I'm kind of happy about it. Stitcher Radio. Got to love it. Mm -hmm. Web-based app. Just listen while you're at work. Put on your headphones. Pretend to be working. You can have Raisin Brand on in the background, hearing us yelling at each other, and you. I know that's right. I don't know what that means, (laughs) so I'll just continue forward. Uh, People we want to thank. Brent? Tell them what I said, Ray. I'd like to thank Jordan Monsell for making our logo. Got to thank Jordan Monsell. Jordan Monsell. Dot com. Dot com. Go there. Buy some steampunk art. 
Love it. You got to thank David Knoll for producing the show. David, so sorry that you didn't win. Yeah, not really, though. Also, in a suck it. Sorry, David. In a side note, I did talk to Matt Manser. We're going to get him on the show. It's just a matter of timing. Cool. I'm very excited about. Totally outside from this. We got to thank uh, Phil Rancic, Comedy Podcast Network, for helping us out a little mm-hmm. bit right there. Got to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang and the train wreck. The train. I was like, uh, are you blanking on this? We They're should, uh, we should thank Rick Paulus for being comedy fodder. Uh, thank you, Rick Paulus, for having terrible, terrible baseball opinions. I don't, I don't disagree with that. I mean, I mean, I, I do a little bit, but you know, I, he has a point. Kind of. He's Rick Paulus, and God bless him. This is not meant to be the bash Rick Paulus show. He always has a point, and I see where he's coming from with his point. He's just always wrong. Well, at least way more often than he's right. I mean, first off, he's a White Sox fan. So That's guys, all you need to you know. You guys should be best friends then. Fair enough. <laughs> Rick Paulus, why don't you come on the Raisin Brent show? Come down from San Francisco, and we'll put you on the air so you can dispute these claims. And if not, I guess we just have to assume. Wait, Rick Paulus lives in San Francisco now? He does, yeah. We're close friends. I <laughs> Obviously, I guess, Rick, unless you come on the show and refute us or at least go on the Facebook page uh, to refute our claims, you are admitting tacitly that we are correct and you are wrong Mm -hmm. about everything about baseball. Yes. Mike Trout never deserved an MVP. Thank you. Anybody? Cisco kid was a friend of mine. War. Anybody else you want to thank, Brent? Okay, I'd like to thank. Because he's changing, he's changing laws, Ray. He's changing the way people changing think. Changing laws. He is. He's changing the way people think. Who, who's this? He's he's causing social change. Miguel Cabrera. Oh gosh, why? The two-time MVP. He deservedly two-time MVP. Are you probably kidding me? He went to this again. buffet. Okay. Oh jeez. And due to what happened at this buffet, when they cut him off, he put his legal team behind it, and he has a considerable legal team. He's got a lot of money, Ray. Where are you going? He's with got this? a lot of money. Yes. Okay? Uh-huh. He got the rule changed from buffets to all you can eat to haul. All to all he can eat. And that's a lot more than any of us can eat, Ray. So it gives us all more freedom. It, it's more of a democracy now. The world is a better place. All he can eat. These businesses are gonna go out of they're gonna go out of business now, aren't they? These buffets. They're not gonna be able to Oh Miguel, what have you done? Although we're all pretty fat in the United States, so maybe it's a good thing. Did you watch Franklin Bash last week? Pretty good. <laughs> good night, everybody. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains You're gonna have to drag me out in chains You're gonna have to drag me out in chains You always get what you wanted And then you run and you flaunt it He's kind of an average rapper, isn't he? I like him. This is like, this is kind of 90s rap, though, like late 90s rap, isn't it? Yeah, he's versatile.